Hello everyone, I'm Damien Craig and welcome back to the Damien Bucks Wrestling Podcast. How are you beautiful people today? I'm good, I'm good. And um, uh, normally we would start this podcast on a high note, I'd be all happy and life would be good. But a lot of scary real life things have happened recently in the wrestling community that I that is going to be brought up in this podcast. So this is a disclaimer. Um... A lot of real life issues that would scare most people have been happening recently in the world of professional wrestling. So um, they were brought up, and I will give my opinions. And this remember, please remember, these are my list of my opinions. Uh, I probably won't agree with them. Actually, most of you will agree with them, but please just understand these are my opinions, and that these are pretty scary situations. Uh, and I also want to say. Uh, I want to send my condolences to the family of uh, Xavier. Xavier was an indie wrestler in the 2000s who wrestled in the North American uh, wrestling circuit and uh, and Ring of Honor and around the world. He was a former Ring of Honor world champion. He was the second uh, Ring of Honor world champion and is an absolute legend in the North American wrestling scene, so RIP Xavier, you are a legend, you always will be a legend, you're a great guy, and you are gone far too soon, far, far too soon. But in case you forgot, I am the cheese in your bogger, your favourite wrestler's favourite podcast, the Iris Cannon, the physical embodiment of Red Tea Biscuits, the Bono of wrestling podcasting, the most entertaining man in Derry, Mr. Ayaris Kenwana, Demo Podcasts, The 20 Minute Man, The Main Event, I've sent a few decent tweets, The King of Podcasts, The Beast, Demo Craig. And first, B. Priestley, Sadie Gibbs and Jimmy Havoc have been released. So, AEW put out a statement saying that B. Priestley, Sadie Gibbs and Jimmy Havoc have all been uh, released from their contracts with the company. Uh, B. Priestley, obviously, being... Uh, one of the main targets of the speaking out movement, uh, also Jimmy Havoc, who have been, who has had many allegations put against him. Jimmy Havoc, who's obviously extremely mentally unstable. Uh, CD Gibbs, she's great, she's kind, she's nice, really good person, but um, the fact that she lives in the UK and the fact that she has tasted Japan restored him. Um, that doesn't really help her cause. Uh, so AEW uh, have taken the high road and released uh, B. Priestley, Jim, City Gibbs, and Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc and B. Priestley dissolved it, considering they're both scumbags and pieces of human trash. Uh, City Gibbs was just very unfortunate because of travel ban. Next, um, so I don't know if you heard this, but Sonya Deville unfortunately was uh, her house was broken into by a fan, uh, a fan and very involved commas, a very mentally unstable man, um, his name was Philip A. Thomas II, 24, from South Carolina, was arrested outside of the home of Sonia Deville, real name Daria Berenetto, early Sunday morning, according to the Tampa Bay Times, he is charged with aggravated stalking, armed burglary of dwelling, attempted armed kidnapping and criminal mischief. Thomas is being held without bail. According to police, uh, Thomas had begun planning the abduction eight months ago. Early Sunday morning, 
He waited on the property for three to four hours, where he cut a hole in the patio screen to listen and watch until the homeowner went to bed. He then entered through a sliding glass door, which activated an alarm. Police said Thomas was spotted by the homeowner who left with a guest in his car and a car and also called 911. How fucking mentally wrong in the head do you have to be to think that you can invade a human being's personal space? I don't give a fuck if you like it. I don't give a fuck if you think that you deserve it just because you are apparently a fan of theirs. You do not go into another wrestler's house without the permission. You do not go into another wrestler's fucking lawn of their property without their permission. That is, that is their home. That is where they get free time from the crazy world that they have to go in and do 380, 360, 370, 365 days a year without seeing their family. They could go 350 days without seeing their family and maybe the 12, 15 days they get to see their family. You want to go to their fucking house and fucking invade their house, you mentally unstable bastard. I am so happy you're not getting bail and I hope you born in fucking prison, you scum. There is no excuse for this. There is no excuse for you being like this, you're a mentally unstable bastard. You are a scumbag and I hope you die in prison. You're a piece of shit. And there was a photo circling of Sonia Deville pointing at him and she just looked so scared. And I, uh, I just, it seconds my existence at Sonia Deville had to go through this is absolutely disgusting. So fuck you, Philip Thomas, you absolute bastard. Next, uh, in the mood a little bit, Abyss, Abyss appeared in SmackDown. Patrick Clark, Joseph Clark, yeah, Patrick Clark's the pedophile. Joseph Clark, Joseph Pork. Remember him, Abyss, he had the mask, and he, um, he had Father Mitchell as his manager. Oh my god, he's on SmackDown now as AJ Styles' um, stats calculator. How fucking weird is that? How do you go from fucking death matches and black hole slams and shit to fucking being a stats calculator? Oh, it's mental, it's mental. But I am so happy that Abyss was on SmackDown. It's so cool because he's been up to be for a while as a backstage guy and now he got to show up. That's sick, that is sick. Uh, next, Jay White has been. Jay uh, White has been. Uh, Returning to New Japan, Jay White is returning to New Japan. He posted a photo of him in an airplane saying this it's an airplane emoji and the Japan flag, so that is amazing. But one of the main complexes is who's going to be the leader of Bullet Club now? Because obviously, Evil's a, a double champion in, in New Japan, Kanta, the Tongans, everyone has been doing great without Jay White, so when he comes back. Where was Jay White in the packing order? That'll be very uh, interesting for New Japan to put it into storyline. And next, title match set for payback. Sasa Banks and Bailey, which we now know is Sasa Banks and Bailey versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. That'll be a very interesting match. Just Nia and Shayna hate each other. You know, just giving it to the right squad and had an actual fucking tag team win the belts. 
Next, Renee Young is leaving WWE. Um, Renee Young has been with WWE for eight years. Where she, uh, around that time, she is uh, commentated in Saudi Arabia. So she has fucking became the first ever female commentator, full-time commentator. She's done stuff for NXT. She's done stuff for SmackDown. Raw, talking smack. Uh, she's now making a cookbook. Renee Young. Uh, all the happy moments you've brought to us, and all of the great, great times that you have, uh, may help me smell all the dark times you've gotten me out of. Thank you so much. You're a legend, and whatever you do now, don't go to AEW. Whatever you do now, you're an absolute legend. You're an absolute legend, and thank you for everything you've done for Twitter and the and the women's evolution and this the sport of professional wrestling. Next up, Brody Lee has won the TNT title. So Brody Lee won the TNT title on Wednesday Wednesday night. It's Wednesday night? Was it Wednesday night? Saturday night dynamite. Sorry. And um yeah, so he, he, he beat Cody in about a three minute match. Uh the reason for that being so short and uh Cody being off TV I'll talk about later in the podcast. But um yeah, Booty Lee is the new TNT champion. I'm happy for that because yeah, I love the Dark Order. I think the Dark Order are brilliant as a tag, as a faction. I feel like they should be respected more. I feel like Brody probably should have won the belt off Moxley. Uh, I feel like the Dark Order probably should have won the tag belts off Hangman and Kenny. But um, yeah, I'm so happy the Dark Order have a belt now that they're going to be more, um, more solidified as a faction. Uh, up next, the Forgotten Sons were removed from WWE television following controversial remarks made by Jackson and Micah back in June. Just come back. Now the post, now the group posted on Instagram recently teasing a return to WWE television in the near future. You can check out the post below with our Instagram. Honestly, WWE doesn't need the Forgotten Sons. They're not talented at all. I don't. I've never liked the Forgotten Sons game. I get stupid. Uh, so I fucking hate it. So as 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 so if they want to stay off TV, brilliant. I've never been a big fan of the Forgotten Sons gimmick. I think it's a bit dumb, like. So um. So I don't. I've, I've never been a big fan of them. No, I never will be a big fan of them. I don't think they're that great. So yeah, don't think they're that great to be honest. Uh, next up, Owen Anderson, a bit of a legend. Reveals who he thinks be a modern day for horsemen. He said on a part in an interview that on who he thinks would work best for modern day version of the four horsemen. Well, I'd have to probably take on the take the revival. I think well, and I'd, and I'll have to take Cody simply because the guy is driven by becoming the very best performer he can, and against every challenge that there can be. And I haven't seen a guy in a long time that is concentrated on his promos. His work rate, his business sense, the way he treats the fans, and the way he treats employees. He's just good for the business all the way around. Anybody that's talked to him will tell you that. And you're going to need that other fourth guy, I would think. And I would think right now, even though we're facing them coming up facing, it has to take Luke, it has to look over Hawk by Brody Lee. That's very interesting. I feel like. I feel like Cody is definitely torn heel soon. I feel like you've seen that very recently on Dynamite. Um, but he's going away for a while, obviously. So you could phone Kenny, who's going to be Ton Hill version. He already has Ton Hill, if you think about it. Kenny, FTR, 
um, not Brody Lee, Sean Spears. That's how I would remake the Four Horsemen in an AEW light. Uh, I feel like that could definitely be a big, big group, you know what I mean? That's big, like, that's massive. Um, yeah, Brody Lee, no, definitely not Brody Lee because he's in Dark Order. But um, I'm really happy on thinks of Brody in a highlight. And I'm happy he thinks of FTO on a highlight. Um, a second. Um, Jeff Hardy's No More Awards. Coming back to so about that. Jeff Hardy's No More Awards. One of the best theme songs ever in WWE. On a related note, Jeff's wife, Beth Hardy. She's... She's, uh... She's, she's going to also... Uh, revealed on Twitter that his popular No More Awards theme song is being saved for when WWE is able to have real fans in the crowd once again. Hardy has been using the Loaded theme. Yeah, so Loaded basically just the um, the theme used by the Hardys as a tag team. It's just yeah. Um, but yeah, the No More Awards. Oh my god, class, absolutely iconic. I fucking iconic, and I love it. I love it, boys. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, next up. But yeah, just to backtrack a little bit, sorry, um, we should definitely keep it for when the fans come back, because imagine, imagine that pop, that's going to be an insane pop, a pop bigger than the toilet when after me having a chippy. Anyways, next up, uh, Roman Reigns has returned, yes, so at SummerSlam, Roman Reigns returned at the end of the main event where The Fiend had beaten Bray Wyatt to spare the fuck out of both of them and tell them basically that he is back for the title and I'm so happy to see Roman back and know that he, he, he was doing the best for his family and staying away from WWE as obviously extremely res- respe- respectful respectful yeah respectful and it's very understandable so it's good to have him back now and he's just he's just great isn't he Roman Reigns is great as much as you hate to admit it Roman Reigns is fucking amazing uh, next, I have you some AEW Doc results from the most recent uh, episode of AEW Doc. Uh, Storm Thomas and Dimitri Jackson versus Best Friends, Owen Cassidy, Best Friends won that. Uh, Sean Spears defeated Jesse Sorensen. Mel defeated Red Velvet. Lance Archer defeated D3, which basically just all squashes. Lufa and Supantico beat The Initiative, which I'm annoyed about. Neither Rose beat Killian King. Uh, and that's it. So that was an episode of Dan Dark. Honestly, I've never really been a big fan of Dark. I can say there's some a squash, so I can just last about 15 minutes and everyone's, every match is a squash match. So I, I've, I've always found it stupid. I've never enjoyed it. But um, yeah, to be honest, let's be honest. What good this came from Dark. Uh, next, Vince McMahon has big plans for Keith Lee. So apparently, Vince McMahon is very high on Keith Lee and wants to shoot him straight to the moon. Uh, it's brilliant because Keith Lee is fucking amazing and he's so so talented um i rate keith lee very very highly he's an absolutely amazing wrestler um and an even better human being no one deserves this personal in him he's a great kid great guy really kind really nice um really down to off always can always interact with his fans um so yeah very very good guy and um definitely deserves this more than anyone in my opinion but everyone deserves a good pass, don't they? Uh, now, to finish it off, you beautiful people, because I forgot to do a wrestler profile, I'll be telling you the reason that Cody has been off AEW TV. So, as expected, Cody will be off AEW TV for an extended period of time to sell the versus attack uh, by Brody Lee and the Dark Order, according to PW Insider. The report also noted stores, heels, series, 
is going into production and Georgia and Stephen Amell has asked Cody to be involved with the show. The timing of Cody doing a side project looks to match up with why he'll be off AEW television for a bit. So, yes, uh, basically Cody put Bodhi over, which is good because Cody never puts anyone over. Um, Cody never puts anyone over. And um, I'm happy that Dark Order and Nomad will now run with the TNT title and make it a little bit more prestigious. And Cody can focus on a side hustle like uh, recording ATV shows. Apparently, as you know, he is very good at because he was in the hour when I really enjoyed him an hour. So that's good. Uh, I've been Demi Craig from Demi Wrestling Podcast. We're on the road to 100, 7 more. Gonna get a few wrestlers on, I promise. Episode 93. Landelman, the podcast that maybe never happened. Podcast that will happen. 93. Landelman, be good interview. There's Yavo, hopefully soon. And there's a few more. And obviously, this my wrestling news type podcast will, will never be going away, ladies and gentlemen. I've been doing Craig from the Box Wrestling Podcast. I love every single one of you. Peace out.